0: to take better care of your patients on your next shift. Hello everyone. I hope everyone was able to have a little time off for spring break. Schools in my area have been out over the last few weeks and it's great to get back for another episode of Addiction in Emergency Medicine and Acute Care. Dr. Casey Grover here once again as your host. This episode will be on the topic of kindling in alcohol withdrawal. Now, you may not have heard about this, but hopefully by the end of this episode, you'll feel like you have a good understanding of this topic and why it matters. I personally did not know anything about this phenomenon until last year when I really began focusing on addiction more prominently in my practice. As always, we'll be keeping things evidence-based. Unfortunately, there's not a ton of literature on this topic, but I was able to find a few good articles. Let's dig into our first article on this topic. It's entitled Alcohol Withdrawal Kindling. It's from the journal Psychiatry in 2005, and the lead author is Vanilla Modesto Lowe. The authors open the article by providing some background on the topic. They report that alcohol dependence, and remember this is from 2005, so some of the numbers may have changed since then, they report that alcohol dependence affects 14% of Americans. Chronic heavy consumption of alcohol leads to adaptation of the central nervous system. This is something that we are all familiar with. We know that chronic alcohol use leads to downregulation of GABA and upregulation regulation of glutamate, which is the reason why people get alcohol withdrawal when they abruptly stop heavy alcohol consumption. But there's more to the story. The authors point out that alcohol withdrawal doesn't just represent unbalanced neurotransmitters, there actually may be some neurotoxicity when alcohol withdrawal is experienced. And this brings the authors to discuss the phenomenon of kindling in alcohol withdrawal. Which is the subject of this episode of the podcast. The authors state that the kindling hypothesis suggests that multiple episodes of alcohol withdrawal not only cause neurotoxicity, but also cause cumulative changes in neuronal excitability. This leads to the phenomenon of neural sensitization, also known as kindling, in which each subsequent episode of alcohol withdrawal is worse than the previous. Let's take a minute to wrap our heads around this. This, to me, makes clinical sense. I see the worst withdrawal in patients who have been drinking the longest and the heaviest, who therefore most likely have had the most episodes of alcohol withdrawal given the duration and the amount of alcohol consumed. And the hypothesis here is that alcohol withdrawal is neurotoxic and leads to sensitization of neurons in the brain, so that the next time withdrawal is experienced, those neurons are sensitized to alcohol withdrawal and then more rapidly activated, so that withdrawal is more severe than the previous episode. Okay, back to the paper. The authors move on to do a bit of a deep dive into the history of the kindling phenomenon. Apparently, this concept comes from epilepsy in animal models. Interestingly, neural sites that don't have any epileptogenic effects when stimulated over time will develop seizures. Applying this to alcohol withdrawal, repeated episodes of alcohol withdrawal provides a similar stimulus to neural sites. To quote the authors, quote, Repeated episodes of ethanol withdrawal are thought to promote changes in neuronal excitation leading to cumulative neuronal damage clinically manifested by an increasing severity of the withdrawal syndrome in subsequent episodes, and this includes a higher risk for seizures. They've actually studied this in mice. Withdrawal seizures in mice after multiple episodes of alcohol withdrawal are more severe than in mice after a single episode of alcohol withdrawal. This is seen with both symptoms as well as EEG findings. And observational studies of people going through alcohol withdrawal have shown the same findings. The authors move on to do a deep dive into how alcohol affects the glutamate and GABA systems in the brain and how these systems may underlie this kindling phenomenon. I'll spare you the gory details, but bottom line it appears to be the hyper-excited neuronal state of alcohol withdrawal that causes the neuronal sensitization that leads to the kindling phenomenon. The authors next move on to discuss the role of anticonvulsants in alcohol withdrawal, which is a little outside the scope of this episode, so we'll gloss over this, but the article is free on PubMed, so feel free to check it out if you're interested. The authors wrap up the paper with some final points. They point out that alcohol withdrawal involves neurotoxicity, and so treatment for patients with alcohol dependence should be aggressive to avoid the neurotoxicity associated with withdrawal. It is unclear if aggressive treatment can actually suppress this kindling phenomenon, where each successive episode of alcohol withdrawal is worse than the previous, but aggressive pharmacologic treatment to treat withdrawal may reduce the neurotoxicity of withdrawal, and therefore the potential for kindling, by reducing the severity of withdrawal symptoms and neuronal hyperexcitability. Alright well that paper was a bit more basic science oriented than our usual material, but that was really helpful and interesting. Alcohol withdrawal is a state of neuronal hyperexcitability that hyperexcitability is damaging to neurons, The damage makes them more sensitized to withdrawal in the future, so each successive episode of alcohol withdrawal is worse than the previous. Now, let's dig in to the second paper on this topic. It's entitled Kindling in Alcohol Withdrawal, and it's from the journal Alcohol Health and Research World. It was published in 1998, and Howard Becker is the sole author. It's a bit of an older article, but it gives a great overview of the topic. Since there hasn't been much research on this topic, I think it's still relevant. Now, the author gives a great summary right at the beginning of the abstract, and I'm going to lead in to this paper with that summary. Quote, In many alcoholics, the severity of withdrawal symptoms increases after repeated withdrawal episodes. This exacerbation may be attributable to a kindling process. Kindling is a phenomenon in which a weak electrical or chemical stimulus, which initially causes no overt behavioral responses, results in the appearance of behavioral effects, such as seizures, when it is administered repeatedly. Both clinical and experimental evidence support the existence of a kindling mechanism during alcohol withdrawal." Now, at this point, I want to take a brief aside and talk about the term kindling itself. Why is it called kindling? For this, I had to go to an internet search, and I found the answer on the website alcohol.org. So it turns out that the initial researcher who found that he could induce seizures in mice brains by repeatedly stimulating them referred to the ability to induce seizures as kindling epilepsy that still didn't make sense until I looked up the word to kindle in the dictionary. According to Merriam-Webster, to kindle is to stir up or to bring into being. So, repeated stimuli to a small neural area in the brain can kindle or bring into being epilepsy. So, to repeat the quote from the author and that abstract that we just heard, quote, Kindling is a phenomenon in which a weak electrical or chemical stimulus, which initially causes no overt behavioral responses, results in the appearance of behavioral effects, such as seizures, when it is administered repeatedly, End quote. So kindling is therefore the term for the general physiologic phenomenon, not just what happens in alcohol withdrawal. Okay, time to start digging back in to this second paper. The author starts with an overview of alcohol withdrawal, which, at this point for us on this podcast, we know pretty well. The author points out that the severity of alcohol withdrawal symptoms differs widely among patients with alcohol use disorder and can even vary between different alcohol withdrawal episodes in the same person. The amount of alcohol consumed and the duration of intoxication before cessation of drinking are important factors in determining the severity of withdrawal and as we are now learning repeated episodes of alcohol withdrawal will make subsequent episodes of withdrawal worse the author then goes on to review the history of the kindling phenomenon which again is the reason why repeated episodes of alcohol withdrawal will make subsequent episodes of alcohol withdrawal worse he reviews many of the same points made in the first paper, namely the animal studies in which repeated stimulation, electrical or chemical, of a particular neuronal area were able to induce seizure activity. The middle section of this article involves a very detailed review of the scientific evidence and physiology on this topic. I think we've covered the underlying physiology enough that we understand this topic, and I don't want to get too bogged down in details. So, This paper is also free on PubMed, so if you want to check it out, go for it. In the meantime, we're going to move on to the next section of the paper, which is on treatment. So, how does this phenomenon of kindling in alcohol withdrawal affect treatment of alcohol withdrawal? The author begins this section with a high-level overview of the treatment of alcohol withdrawal, and we again know this well. We want to use aggressive pharmacologic treatment to prevent seizures and delirium tremens and to reduce the unpleasant symptoms of withdrawal such as tachycardia, sweating, anxiety, etc. There is actually some evidence that treatment of alcohol withdrawal early may actually delay the development of withdrawal seizures in the future, which speaks to this kindling phenomenon. Avoid the neuronal hyperexcitability of alcohol withdrawal and you may be able to prevent some of the neuronal sensitization that leads to worsening withdrawal, including seizures, down the road. There are some studies that suggest that the kindling phenomenon after multiple episodes of alcohol withdrawal may also lead to changes in how rewarding alcohol feels to a person and may contribute to relapse. This based on the information presented by the author in this section of the paper, is somewhat theoretical, but interesting nonetheless. And finally, the author makes one last point on the topic of kindling, which is the role of kindling in alcohol-related brain damage and cognitive impairment. As we now know, alcohol withdrawal is a hyperexcitable neuronal state which involves neurotoxicity. Furthermore, alcohol withdrawal is a state of stress for the body, leading to the release of our stress hormones, including the glucocorticoids. Interestingly, this combination of neurotoxicity with elevated glucocorticoid levels may cause increased neuronal damage, particularly in the hippocampus. As the kindling phenomenon involves worsening withdrawal each episode of alcohol withdrawal, there is therefore the opportunity for worsening neuronal damage with each episode of alcohol withdrawal. The author concludes that repeated and worsening episodes of alcohol withdrawal as a result of kindling is therefore a potential underlying etiology for the cognitive dysfunction and memory impairment that can be seen with chronic heavy alcohol use. Again, a bit theoretical, but makes sense to me. Now that's the end of this paper, so let's wrap this up. But before we close, I have one more point to touch on here. When I was trying to find out why Kindling is called Kindling, I mentioned that I had to do a general internet search. I did briefly browse the Wikipedia article on Kindling, and one point came up that I wanted to touch on here. And, of course we have to take this with a grain of salt, since it's Wikipedia and not a scientific article. But, apparently, given the similar mechanisms of action in the brain, kindling can occur with chronic benzodiazepine use in a similar fashion to how it occurs with chronic alcohol use. Alright, here are my take-home points. Number one, kindling is a physiologic phenomenon in which a weak electrical or chemical stimulus, which initially causes no overt responses, results in the appearance of new effects, such as seizures, when it is administered repeatedly. Number 2. Alcohol withdrawal is a stimulus in the brain that causes the kindling phenomenon. As one of the papers put it, repeated episodes of alcohol withdrawal are thought to promote changes in neuronal excitation leading to cumulative neuronal damage clinically manifested by an increasing severity of the alcohol withdrawal syndrome in subsequent episodes of alcohol withdrawal. And this includes an increased risk of seizures. Number three, when taking care of patients with alcohol dependence, make sure to take a good history about previous episodes of alcohol withdrawal. As a result of the kindling phenomenon with alcohol withdrawal, each subsequent episode of alcohol withdrawal may be worse than previous episodes. Patients with severe withdrawal in the past may require more aggressive treatment regimens or even inpatient medical detoxification. Number four, it is the neuronal hyperexcitability in alcohol withdrawal that is the stimulus that causes the kindling phenomenon with alcohol withdrawal. Be aggressive in your treatment of patients with alcohol withdrawal and alcohol dependence to treat and prevent withdrawal. Evidence is limited, but preventing withdrawal by aggressive treatment may reduce or prevent the kindling phenomenon with alcohol withdrawal from taking place. Okay, that's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening, and thanks for what you do. And don't forget, treating substance use disorders saves lives.